Hi, and welcome to Lucidly. I'm Lucy, your host, and I thought we should talk about uh, a little bit about me to begin with. I feel like I'm in a very pivotal moment in my life. I am in my prime. I am recently divorced, newly divorced. I mean, it's been... It's been a year of separation, and I divorced him uh, a few months ago. So with that, uh, it's given me a really great opportunity to rediscover myself. I, of course, in any relationship, you, you know who you are, but eventually, you know, you become, two become one, right? So... It's been very interesting to rediscover myself. And ironically, it's not that I had to rediscover myself. I almost had to, I feel like I had to revert back to the person that I was as a child. So very interestingly, um, you're going to see I'm a redhead. I come from a really uh, diverse background of, you know, I'm half Cuban, half Nicaraguan. I have a lot of European blood uh, from France, from Germany, from Spain, España. Uh, And it's, you know, it's really cool to have that culture, right? Because... It's almost like you don't know who you are. You're like, you know, an American, you know, has American parents and, you know, three generations past. You're American. You know who you are. You, you like baseball. You like hamburgers, you know. And as someone that comes from two different cultures, two very diverse backgrounds, it's interesting because it's almost like you're like this melting pot and it's like you're there and you're like, wow, I have a choice of being whoever I want, right? Like you can be like, hey, uh, I like, uh, you know, kava one day and uh, and I like a soda pop the next day. It's, you know, it, it, and it's cool. Now, someone that is a little bit overwhelmed with having too many options, <laughs> Libra here, um, you know, you kind of have... Uh, can be a little indecisive and and you know you could base it on mood or you can become a very structured person and be like this is the way that I like my eggs period um but you know that's the cool thing about life right like you can do whatever you want um and with that much power you can have fun You just have to remember to have fun and not sweat the small stuff. So, okay, so back to me. I feel that I had to revert back to the little person that I was before the world told me, hey, you're too much. (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) 
Um, and I really love what's going on in, uh, you know, in our time right now with millennials, with Generation Z. Um, there's this phrase that everyone is saying, especially, you know, the boss babes. They're saying, if I'm too much for you, find less. I love it. I love it. It empowers me because I am a lot. And it's so ironic most of my life I've been told, Lucy, okay, so story here, story time. Uh, when I was in high school, I was, I was kind of shy, you know, I kind of was. Um, but of course, as you get older, you mature, you, you, you grow a thicker skin, you figure out more of who you are, right? And I started singing. You know, well, granted, I always sang, but I, I joined the choir. I was really good. I was getting so good. I was projecting my voice, learning how to control my diaphragm. And just like, I used to hit these freaking high notes and so loud to the point that my choir director used to be so upset with me. And she'd go, Schwentes! Calm down. Don't sing so loud, <laughs> you know? And I almost, I feel like I almost did it out of rebellion. I'm not going to lie. Um, which is kind of a badass thing, in my opinion. But no, it, it, you know, it, it was okay. And I understood that, hey, you're not, you're not having a solo here. Come on. You are part of a group and you're supposed to blend. You're supposed to blend your voices together. So that's one example of someone telling me, hey, you're too much. You need to become less. And I don't know, maybe that kind of did a number on me because I just thought I was always too much. My friends were always like, you know, a little intimidated or, you know, I used to shine so easily. I mean... I'll never forget, we had a fashion show um, our senior year of high school. And of course, naturally, um, I was beautiful. I was 98 pounds, gorgeous red hair, you know, not to toot my own horn or anything. But yes, it was the truth. And they, you know, they put me in the most expensive dresses. And man, my dress was $1,500. And... I just didn't think anything of it because, yeah, I looked gorgeous in the dress, but I didn't compare myself to anybody, right? I didn't think, oh, you know, <laughs> I'm so hot shit. <laughs> I just figured, oh, I fit into the dress. I looked good in it. Okay, great. <laughs> Go figure. I mean, shit. But, of course, I was the envy of the whole grade, except with the other girls that were in the same lineup. I mean, they were gorgeous. They were taller than me. If anything, I was the shortest one. Um, and they were taller than me, beautiful. And But the ones that were not in that special group, um, they were very, very envious. So I almost felt bad for those girls, you know, and I kind of dimmed my light. And... I did that for quite some time until, I'm not going to lie, until 
uh, I reached the point in my career that I was like, what do I have to do to be better? I want more. I deserve more. So I literally did everything in my power to get a promotion, to work hard, to show what I was capable of, and it all worked out. I literally manifested that shit. Um, so again, the whole point of self-discovery is to remember who you were before the world told you who you should be. Some people are lucky enough. I have someone in my life who is very special to me. Who was lucky enough to know better and was given so many opportunities and he took it. He took every single opportunity and made it what it was. Um, and, and I think he's so lucky for that. He really is. Um, and I feel like the majority of people do not have that. And we somehow think, oh, I need to mold myself into something that I'm not in order to blend in with everybody. And it's a sad truth that this is more common than not. You know, who, why? Why do we allow ourselves to be told how we should be? And, and, and if it doesn't mean, it, you know, if, if it's like, if, if you're being told how to make better choices in your life or to, um, you know, become a more uh, empathetic human being, sure, go for it allow people to influence you in a positive way but I've had so many negative people put me down along the way that I lost myself and it's sad with the fact that I married a man who I thought was good for me but bottom line was not and it's like I felt that I deserved him. And on, I mean, on the contrary, I deserve so much better than that. Especially this Lucy right here. This Lucy right here deserves the world and more and is of so much value and is so talented. I am only going to get so much better than this. So um, rediscovering myself has made me understand that I have had to unlearn certain things. I've had to relearn new things in order to propel me forward. And I'm sure some of these concepts are resonating with you because we've all been there. 
and, and we are still going through it. And I don't, hey, I'm not saying that this podcast is going to be the end all. Uh, heck, there are so many good podcasts out there. And I just hope and, you know, I, I, that I show you that this is going to be one that's worth your time. Uh, I just want to be really real with my journey um, and and eventually have people on here also that share their journeys, you know. Again, uh, we are all one. We really are. And these are things that we have to call out every now and then. Who are you? What are you here for? What do you want to accomplish? Heck, why are you breathing right now? These are questions you got to ask yourself. Now, if you have a fear of asking yourself these questions and you're being triggered by them, um, what are you scared of? Uh, one of my favorite films of all time, and we will get into this another time, uh, time travel. Bingo. I love time travel. Um, is Donnie Darko. And Donnie Darko has this scene where um, this lady is actually trying to teach them um, how there's only love and fear. And she's not wrong. She's a crazy lady in that movie. I'm not going to lie, obviously. Um, we don't like her. But we do have some insight with this one little moment. Now, uh, I actually became a yoga teacher last year in November. Yes, I am a yoga teacher, and we can talk about that eventually too because I love yoga, and uh, namaste, y'all. Uh, but yes, we are taught that only love is real and you know what it's so true and what is love love is energy love is the only thing that is real what is there and what is the absence of love fear fear and then everything else uh you know branches out from fear uh anger sadness and all the other bad things. Uh, and then again, you're supposed to actually embrace these bad things as shadow work. It's okay if you're upset about something. It's okay if you're sad. You're supposed to allow these emotions to go through you. You're not supposed to cope with them. You're supposed to heal from them. That's why I do love psychology, you know, like it really does expose certain things that you can work on. However, I don't want to learn how to cope with things. No. And, you know, I actually realize I'm, you know, I'm doing therapy um, every now, whenever I can. It's been basically once every two weeks, but. You know, therapy is good in the sense of like just talking things out and learning how to cope. But sometimes I don't want to cope with it. I just want to deal with it so I can heal from it. Deal with it to heal from it. 
I want to cry, I'm going to cry. Huh. If I want to be angry, I'm going to be angry. And once I feel those emotions, I instantly feel better. I'm not going to lie. I don't know how you feel, but I feel better. It's almost like it doesn't exist anymore once I bring it out into the light, which is the whole point of this podcast. We are bringing things to light. We are acknowledging ourselves and loving ourselves because we are the only things that are real in this universe. Love the person that you are. Love the little person that you still are. I love that. Um, There's this concept where you're supposed to imagine the little child that you are, like in your mind, and you're supposed to imagine them running up to you and hugging you. And you're supposed to hold your little person in your arms and say, it's okay. It's okay. You're okay. You're safe. God, I'm getting all teary. I'm just thinking about it. it. But it's a beautiful exercise. And, um, Look into it. Uh, hey, I, 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 we can talk about it another time. If anything, I can always do uh, a yoga nidra on here, um, which is basically a meditation. I'm actually really good at those, so <laughs> stay tuned. Um, yeah, it's just... These are all little things that you constantly have to do. You know, it's interesting that, you know, you, you think that all these people that are really um, influential. Uh, heck, uh, Tony Robbins, I love him. Love him. I would love to go to one of his things, one of his retreats and all. Um, please, all of the yogis, all of the gurus, uh, Oprah, uh, hey, uh, I mean, anybody that is up there emotionally, spiritually, um, those people are so mentally strong. I am sure that they feel so good about themselves. And you know why? Because they do it every day. Sure, I'm sure they're tested. I am sure that they don't feel great about themselves all the time. But really, I really do think that, again, it's what you do and how often. And if you're structured, if you have really good habits, if and, and everything is repetition. Um, I'm going to be... I'm going to be vulnerable. Uh, I am not a morning person. I am not a morning person. Never have I ever been a morning person. Um, I am a night owl. I really am. I thrive at night. Um, I think it was because I was born at night. Um, 
so that's not my fault, you know, if you really think about it. But I want to be a better person. I have goals and it's so much more efficient if I go to sleep early and wake up early. Okay. So how does one conquer this feat? By doing it over and over and over again. Um, and there's more to it, of course. But, you know, these are things that not only I go through, but I'm sure other people go through. And so part of my whole self-discovery is self-care. I never really knew what that meant. And I'm still discovering it, which is the funniest shit. So, for example, um, my father was, I mean, my dad was great. We'll talk about my dad. That's another episode. Um, but he, he was phenomenal, brilliant. He was a great dad. Um, he taught me how to love music. Um, but like cool music, you know, like Beach Boys, the Beatles, the Eagles, um, Steely Dan, um, all that, all that stuff. I mean, a big part of me is because of him, obviously. But he was a little tight with money, I'm not going to lie. And not that it was like super bad but it was it was kind of it was kind of bad um in the sense of like you know I felt guilty of driving down the road with my windows down with the AC on because I was wasting gas it's it's that it was like to that degree okay and now it's like I have to tell myself hey it's okay if you want to burn a little bit of gas and keep the windows down <laughs> on a hot day with your AC on because you're worth it. It's okay. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like that self-care. Like you have to love yourself and just live a little bit. It's like that. Um, another thing of self-care, like I used to feel guilty eating high-calorie dessert and indulging in food. And I had to realize, hey, it's okay if you splurge a little bit. It was part of my self-care journey um, up until now. I think I'm ready to go back to a low-carb diet, to be honest with you. But I kind of had to give myself that that breathing room. Uh, I had to take up space in order to allow myself to heal from that past, which is beautiful. I had to give myself that opportunity to be like, hey, what do you want to eat? Because I was so used to asking the other person or persons. I do it, I used to do it even with my friends. Like, what do you want to eat? What do you want me to cook you? Whenever I had friends over, I'd be like, okay, let's, what do you want? What do you want me to cook you? Um, I love hosting stuff like that in my apartment. And, you know, it's a joy. It's a joy for me to make people happy. I'm not going to lie. It really is because I'm just naturally happy. So let me make somebody else happy. But no. Mm -mm. 
have made myself more alone in order to put myself in those situations so I can ask myself, what do you want? And I started realizing I, I would give myself these horrible options, like options I would never give anybody else. Anybody else. I used to just serve myself a bowl of cereal. No, no, that's not okay. I would decide not to eat. No, that's not okay. I would decide to go pick up fast food. No, well, that that sometimes that would happen with my friends. <laughs> but, you know, it's, again, treat yourself the way that you wish you would be loved. Love yourself the way you want to be loved. Heck, when... Someone I'm dating asks me, what do you want? I want to tell them what I really want so I can get what I want. Why be ashamed of what I want? Why hide it? Why keep it to myself? And honestly, I'm not going to, I don't think I say it. I, I don't think I keep it from them in order to, keep it as a mystery or to, oh, because I want you to read my mind. No, I think I would just be like, oh, I want what you want because it was just easier, more effortless. Um, again, I'm a naturally very happy person. So, and really to be honest with you, I just love food. I could eat anything and be perfectly happy. Um, but no, you know, hey, own your space. Give yourself room. You are not going to be confined into a box. Breathe. Take it all in. Love yourself. That is the self-discovery that you and everyone deserves. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be loved. It's, you know, and, you know, and, and, and you know, I, I get it. I get it. It can be a little scary, but, man, how many times you have to slam into the wall to get the fact that you deserve happiness? You're a good person. And you know what? Just because you've made mistakes and, and you're still learning and you have questions, that doesn't mean you're not a good person. Um, my ex-husband wasn't a good person. <laughs> um, maybe he's a good person now and good for him. Fine. Good for him. Uh, best of luck. God bless you. And that's okay, you know, and, and honestly, I think it says a lot that I say those things. Granted, 
what's in the past is in the past and it's there it's living there however i have forgiven him i have forgiven me i have forgiven the whole situation and that's what you have to do in order to move forward and what you say about others says more about you that's what people don't realize a lot of the time if you're gossiping about somebody else if you're um, judging somebody else that says more about you so yeah of course look at things objectively see things for what they are and know who you are but again love is the only thing that's real and in order to discover yourself you have to give yourself those opportunities and create those situations of being alone surrounded by people that love you not surrounded by hate and it will take you to your truest form namaste